everybody. Welcome to this April 14th session of Contemplate. This past week, Matt took us through Matthew chapter 13, the very famous scene of Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. We felt like it might be appropriate this week for our Contemplate session to do an Ignatian practice developed by St. Ignatius, the founder of the Jesuits, who developed a way of reading scripture that included our imagination. And so we're going to do an imaginative reading of this passage. And as you're finding a quiet place, I'm actually laying down on Shua's couch here in the garage in our little production studio, very relaxed. I would encourage you and invite you to do the same. And as you're doing that, I'll just remind you of how we do imaginative reads. The point is to be aware of God's presence, breathe in, breathe out, calm our bodies, invite those healing processes that breathing brings about, and then to illuminate and to uh, expand the passage in our mind. And so I'll be reading slowly and adding um, meditative points of imagination and you can watch the scene unfold in your mind's eye uh, as an observer, maybe like watching a movie, or you can place yourself in the scene as a character. Uh, you can imagine yourself as one of the characters. And I'll just give little helpful points of guiding and meditation and imagination as we work our way through it. And this practice is um, its helpful to live in the text and to literally let the living, breathing word of God move into our bodies and our souls and our minds completely. Just reminding you that the neurochemistry of the brain is really a miracle. And so when you think about eating a lemon, your brain perceives you as eating a lemon and the glands in the back of your mouth begin to light up and salivate. <laughs> and so when we fill these biblical scenes with all the details that we possibly can of sight and sound and smell and touch and taste, in some measure the text comes a little more alive. So hopefully now you've found a, a quiet place to lay down and be still, uninterrupted here for the next 15 minutes or so. A couple deep breaths into your belly. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come and fill this text, this scene, in our minds with the reality of it. Let us live into it. And in so living in your word and abiding in your word and meditating on your word, may we be developing an intimate relationship with you, our living, breathing God. John 13, let your mind now just Expand this passage with every detail that you possibly can. Verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress. Take time now and fill this scene with smells. Middle Eastern and Near Eastern foods, hummus, spices, 
sweat in the room, dust, candlelight, conversations happening. Find yourself in the room. It's warm, but comfortable. Just take time and investigate, even as you're placing yourself in the scene, either as a disciple or just watching. What emotions are you experiencing? What is happening in your body? What are you thinking as you watch? What are the facial expressions of the disciples around the table as they're eating, having conversations? To the degree that you know these disciples and their character, what are their facial expressions, their body language, Judas, who will betray, Peter, who's so zealous to serve, Thomas, who will doubt at the end of this gospel, James and John, the sons of Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, these mighty personalities. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. What does Judas look like? How is he looking at Jesus? Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Hear the water dripping in the bowl as he comes to Judas and washes Judas' feet, how does Jesus look at him? How does Judas look at Jesus? What's going on in your body as you watch Jesus wash the feet of the disciples in this room? How are you reacting? What are your thoughts? What are the disciples' reactions as he comes to each one of them? The huge personalities, the sons of thunder, James and John, Thomas, any of the 12, each one he uniquely comes to and washes their feet. What is happening in their bodies and in their emotions and their body language? Now, Simon Peter is next to you. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you'll never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, 
you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said, not everyone was clean. Now with another deep breath into your belly, I would invite you to have Jesus turn towards you in your imagination. And he stoops down before you and places the bowl at your feet. And he looks directly at you. And now it's just you and Jesus, the other disciples, they've had their feet washed and they're, they're watching this unfold. How are you reacting to Jesus? How is he looking at you? How are you looking at him? What does he think of you? What do you think of him? Imagine the, the warm water, the towel, scrubbing the dirt off of your feet. If you're like me, it tickles and I'm struggling not to giggle. And Jesus is smiling back at me. But for you, what is your experience? Is it uncomfortable? Is it too intimate, too vulnerable? Is it comforting? I wanna give you just a moment now in this meditation. Speak to Jesus. What do you want to say to him? And what does he say to you as your feet are being washed? Just talk to him and let him respond to you. And now Jesus dries your feet with the towel wrapped about his waist. And all the disciples, including you, just let your attention fall on him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. And so now as Jesus takes his seat, your feet are clean, you've had this conversation with him. Allow him now to speak to you as one of his disciples. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. Reflect on that question for a moment. Do you understand what Jesus has done for you? As one of his disciples who has been washed and cleaned by him. And now let him speak directly to you in the midst of all the disciples. You call me teacher and Lord. And rightly so, that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also 
should wash one another's feet. I'd like you now, in this imaginative process, to fill this room with disciples that are close to you, people that you know, your family, friends, people from our community at Neighbors. I'd even like you to fill this room with the people that irritate you or have maybe hurt you. And imagine that all of them have had their feet washed by Jesus. And I want to read this line again. As Jesus speaks to you, he says, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. How are the people in this room that you've populated it with in your imagination looking at you? Will you let them wash your feet? Do you want them to? And how are you looking at them? Which of these people do you want to wash their feet? And which of these people do you not want to wash their feet? And why? And now in this room of disciples and even unbelievers that you've populated this room with, listen to Jesus speak to all of you. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And now Jesus looks directly at you. And I'd like you to vocalize your commitment to doing this for all the people in the room. Commit to Jesus that you will be a servant of his washing the feet of all the souls that he's brought into your life. Thank him that he's washed your feet and made you clean. How does Jesus respond to your thanksgiving? And now, however you would like to conclude this imaginative process with hugs, the shaking of hands of your new friends or your, even your enemies in this room, loving them in Jesus' love, Allow the scene to unfold and dissipate in your mind. Coming back now, outside of our minds and imagination to reality. Father, thank you for this time of living in the text. We trust that what you have spoken to us, you will give us power to fulfill. Humility and love for not only our friends and family, but even for our foes, for our enemies. Help us, Father, to don servants' towels and wash the feet of every soul that you place in our midst this week and for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom, friends. Go and serve well. <laughs>